Well, welcome to the Power Talk Podcast with Reverend Matthew DeLeon and Pastor Paul Chicado. This is part two of today's podcast, and we know that you're going to enjoy it. If you enjoyed part one, you are most definitely going to enjoy part two. So get your pens, pencils, highlighters, and write down and take some good notes because you'll be blessed by part two. God bless. 40 years later. And so you, you'll, you'll find it all the time. It's just very, very common to question. Even Paul the Apostle, yeah, he, did. He, he ended up standing he before example. God and he says, Saul, Saul, why does there question? He's like, Lord, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I knew you, Lord. Uh, so almost all God encounters right. create some sort of question. Pastor, what, was your, what would you say would be your first God encounter? Oh, gosh. I mean, it could be your testimony to help you out here a little bit for time's sake. It yeah. could be your testimony. It could be... Something your grandfather spoke to you and you saw it come to pass. Something that just, again, I'm just trying to spark your memory yeah, here. No, I, I would say probably my first God encounter. Uh, gosh, I was really little. Um, you know, there, there were there were little instances okay. where I knew that God showed up even when I looked mm-hmm. back. So I would say I know one like when I was about seven years old. Yeah. Um, I was, me and some buddies would walk home from school. And um, on the way home from school, uh, I, uh, or no, we were on our way to school, I'm sorry, and it was just some little girl that used to always, we used to play with on the playground. Well, yeah. she was out and she was, so she was being funny because she happened to walk in the same direction we did. Yeah. And I uh, never forget, so she was saying something and we were saying, we were just having fun. It was actually not being mean or nothing. So, yeah. well, she did, decided to dart across, so we're chasing her. And we, all three of us dart between, well, I, she darted out across the street and literally ran out between two cars. Yeah. No big deal, because there was no major, there was no traffic. Right. I dart out after her, not looking both ways, and I step out in front of an oncoming car and this car, I, it, it was no exaggeration. It, I literally flew roughly about 35 to 40 feet. So you got hit. Oh, I got hit. I got hit hard. It knocked me. It literally, I flew in the air. I flew in the air. I flew about 35 to 40 feet in the air. And because I hit, because back in those days the cars were big cars, you know, and back metal. and all metal, and metal. the bumper was as big as my whole upper body, because oh, yeah. it was a big metal bumper, and it was like a an Impala, it was like a, a Chevy Impala. Those things are heavy, man. It was a heavy car, and this car was going right at about thirty-five miles an hour when I came out from two cars, and I'm only mm. probably all of about four feet tall four a little over four feet tall so she couldn't see me mm-hmm. when she hit the brake it instantly stopped but i flew she gets out of the car just freaking out mm-hmm. just freaking and crying because she thought she killed right. me it freaked her out she couldn't figure out how the car stopped so quickly because it was at she was going about 35 40 miles an hour and the skid mark was only about about a foot and a half long wow so nobody could explain that. Wow. Not only when she hit me, I happened to be out in front of the police station of all places. Well, several police officers in their offices out their windows saw it happen and they're running out. I'm yeah. jumping up. I'm yeah. freaking out myself, scared, like I'm in trouble. Yeah. yeah. I'm in trouble. And um, the police officers were like, you should be, you should have, you should break every bone in your body. Mm-hmm. They saw it. I know it was a God encounter because I'll never forget sitting in the office that day, no pain. 
I have a bruise on my whole side from underneath my underarm all the way down to my my little waist. Wow. And it was right, right where the bumper was. Right that? where the bumper hit me exactly. Mm -hmm. And the do they took me to the doctor. Nothing was broke. Nothing. And God literally, because she not only wouldn't have stopped, but she could have easily run me over. Yeah, exactly. Before she would have been able to stop. Mm -hmm. And so it was a God thing that God stopped that car. My um, so. You know, that, I would say that was one of the few God encounters I can remember at an early age. Yeah. Uh, and there's probably others, but that was one I remember. Do you think that was a result of prayer? Yeah, because my grandfather, my mom was, my mom and my stepfather at that time were going through some stuff. And I know my grandfather was pr praying for us all, quite, quite often. Mm -hmm. And I had lived with them just prior to that for a short time. Yeah seven years old moved back with my mom and then right afterwards not long afterwards i moved back with my grandparents so my life was kind of a topsy-turvy from, from the time i was little wow. uh but god protected me and that. that was definitely a god moment because nobody could understand how the car stopped that yeah. quickly that's a miracle yeah, god encounter miracle. prayer being answered yep. is there a god encounter you remember on behalf of your grandfather oh man you know uh my grandfather had a lot of stories, but I'm trying to think, was there any wall? I can't think of like any major moments other than, you know, ones that he told me, but like, I mean, it was very common. We would be outside, we'd be driving down the street and out of nowhere, something would happen and pop would be ministering to somebody, you know, it was just a really unnatural thing for him that it would just kind of happen, kind of organically, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It was a very natural thing. Mm -hmm. um, but he did have several situations where, you know, because he would minister out on the street that God protected him from really dangerous situations. Yeah. Um, but no, I remember, you know, the story of one where he was out on the streets and he ended up in, in a bad situation after he was ministering. Mm -hmm. And it ended up several guys started, wanted to hurt him. And one guy hit him really hard and literally split his lip from his nose to the bottom of his lip. And it literally left a huge gash right down the middle of his lip. And um, he come home swollen and bleeding, but he didn't, he said, I didn't feel any pain or anything. And God protected me because he said, I kept witnessing afterwards as I was bleeding. So, <laughs> so I was like... I was like, okay, you know, what a witness, you know, so I know that God, God may not have stopped the, stopped the fist from coming, but it didn't stop the word from going either. And, uh, this is what the kind of thing that God kind of does, did with it. his life and protected him and he healed right up and I went right it. back out. Wow. So what a testimony pastor. That, yeah. That's so wonderful. Yes. Now regarding this message, how do you foresee this message helping Christians? You know, I, I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier. Is that Christians, we get so, so caught up into our day, so caught up into the things that we have to do. Mm. We're just not aware of hardly anything but what, what we're concerned with. Okay. And I believe that God wants us to get back to being completely aware to what concerns Him too. So in other words, yeah, if you're busy, I get it. You got to focus on what you're doing so you don't hurt yourself, especially if you're a mechanic yeah. or you're working with sharp tools. Okay, yeah. I get it. You got to yeah. be focused. But you need to make sure that even in that moment, even when those moments arise, yeah. that you still are very aware that God is with you. Because if you're aware with that, mm -hmm. you can pray and you can talk with him. Excuse me. You can talk with him. And at any given moment, 
it may just be a situation where God shows up because yeah. and you'll recognize it when it happens. Mm-hmm. So you got to be aware. Mm-hmm. And that's extremely important. So it's about the awareness. It's just about the awareness. That's I it. it. I love it. What about non-Christians who are going to hear this message for the first time? What, what, what kind of impact yeah. do you want this message to have on them? Well, I want it to be a, a God encounter for a non-Christian is what we call that come to Jesus moment. Yes. You know, it's yeah. where it just kind of like is such a made it has such a major effect on them. It wasn't they, they may have seen the miracle. They may have felt the presence of God. They, they, they may have been stirred, but it was still a come to Jesus moment. It's where God is using that God encounter, mm-hmm. that moment where he's showing up to bring them in, woo them in, mm-hmm. where he's touching and pulling on the, uh, you know, the heart, their heartstring. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I want you back or I, right. I want you to come to me. And that's really all a God encounter is for for the non-Christian is for God to get them back into the sheepfold. Wow, for salvation's for sake. For salvation's sake, and that's it. Man, that's a good that's a good motivation, Pastor. Yeah, especially for this message. If it brings an awareness for the not for the Christian and salvation. Yeah. For the non-Christian. Yeah. That's a win-win. You know, I've actually been in several situations where I'm talking to Christians, but non-Christians are in the group. Yeah. Well, the Holy Spirit will begin to move. And so me and that Christian, man, the fellowship just goes at a high level because the fellowship, the Lord starts moving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there, there, there's, there's almost like prophetic utterances that are being mm-hmm. spoken. It's like, man, just things that you didn't know. And the Word of God, I've seen these people, they just begin to melt because they're yeah. hearing things that they've never really heard or ever thought of it like that. Right. And that's the Holy Spirit convicting them. And I've seen these people just begin to share, like, you know what? After I heard you talk, Mm -hmm. I know I need to give my life to God. Well, Mm -hmm. you see, it was a God encounter between you and that individual Mm -hmm. where it was fellowship, Mm -hmm. true fellowship. But in the process, God was also tugging on the heartstring of the one that wasn't serving the Mm -hmm. Lord. And that's not fellowship for them. That's salvation potentially for them. Yeah, yeah. Witnessing, if you also. It's witnessing. The Holy Spirit is using that conversation to witness to that individual. exactly right. And so those are amazing moments when that happens, mm-hmm. where both everybody in that group is being affected. I love it, Pastor. What level of encounter can we expect to have after listening to the, this message in its entirety? You know, every level is different. That's why I said every situation is different. Uh, I, I, I've been in moments where the, the level is very low, but you knew it was God. Yeah. It was sometimes just simply a call and it encouraged someone, and that's really all they needed, and that's a God moment. Uh, and it was a supernatural thing. Uh, other times, it's like the literally the Holy Spirit gets moving, and, and healing is taking place right in front of multitudes of people that weren't mm. you weren't expecting. So, I don't know what if you'd call that a level, but I'd say that there that is a very difference in various levels. Yeah. So you're saying there's a diversity of levels. Yeah. But not to limit God. Also, in the highest of levels, right. when it comes to God right. encounter, and don't demise the the lowest yeah, level. Don't, don't look down on it. Don't don't, don't take it for granted, because mm-hmm. even the lowest level is is sometimes God's just subtle touch upon somebody's heart. You said you called your uncle. Yeah. You you felt it in your heart. Yeah, just felt it in my heart. I need to give him a call. Didn't know nothing, and when I'd called him, instantly. I mean, within less than five seconds. He says, you know, he started sharing with me something. And then afterwards he says, you know, I don't, I know for a fact it wasn't a mistake that you called. I needed some wisdom on it. I needed to hear somebody. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that happens quite frequently, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, Lord, um, 
it what may have seemed small to me mm-hmm. and it was big to him mm-hmm. and so that's why even sometimes the god moment is bigger even with the individual or smaller with the individual for me it wasn't a big deal even though i felt the holy spirit there mm-hmm. it was just i'm just repeating what the holy spirit's putting on my heart but for him it really was healing right in in that moment your obligation was not just to listen to the holy spirit but obey him mm-hmm that created his God encounter. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. My obedience created a God encounter. Exactly. So you talked about to him. Yes. And so you're talking about reading the Bible, yeah. you know, and that also opens our ears to the voice of God. Yeah. So when he does speak to us on behalf of somebody else, we get to obey. That's exactly right. And so God encounters are wonderful because, again, they happen at any moment. They happen at every level. Mm-hmm. They happen for different reasons and different purposes. But one thing you can count on is that God is far more a part of our lives than we ever give him to uh, give him credit for. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's ultimately what we need to think about when we think about God encounters. Because it's real easy to say, man, I never have things like that happen. I know lots of people. Yeah. I never. How do you happen? I, I, but, but I'm very aware of what's going on around me. And I ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, show me where, what, who, how, why, what, you know. Lord, figure it out. Give me opportunity. Uh, create those moments, you know. Yeah. So I, I'm prepared, yeah. you know, and you can create them. And uh, there's, multi, there's a handful of different mm-hmm. ways to create those moments. But nonetheless... Mm-hmm. Give yourself an opportunity and keep your eyes wide open mm. and you'll find it. Wow. You, you might be surprised how maybe there's a, a maybe there's somebody begging on the corner and it's a young man. And in your heart, your heart burns not to really just help him financially or mm. anything or give him something. Mm. But you just feel like the Lord's saying, go witness to him. Right. OK, there's a God encounter right there. Mm. It's already done. Mm. Maybe you're in a house full of people and somebody's talking about how bad they're uh, how sore they are or maybe they got a broken arm. Mm-hmm. Go pray for them. Right. You know, if the Lord's leading you to do it, just go pray. Just say, can I pray with you? Mm -hmm. You're creating a God God encounter. For that individual. For that individual. Man, so we can be used in a God encounter. Uh Uh-huh. All the time. And and I love it. And we just got to be open. Amen. And it goes back to what you said, too. It's just about for the Christian, this message for the the Christian brings an awareness to that. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It brings an awareness. Um, And that's, that's really... The biggest thing a lot of people a lot of people are aware of a lot of different things mm-hmm. but but most spiritual people are not aware of the holy mm-hmm. spirit and what he's doing that's the one thing that christianity has really mm-hmm. ha, we've moved far away from we've learned we've stopped being extremely aware with what the lord's doing at the moment you're right because going to church is just a work yeah but being in love with the lord going to church fellowshipping is the supernatural yes you know uh, you go online and social media youtube everybody's physically fighting i mean there's mm-hmm. fights going on all the time being videotaped and everything mm-hmm. so people are aware of what's going on around the world around them mm-hmm. but they're not aware of what god's doing around them mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. okay so you you keep you always have it's interesting that they're always around in situations right. i mean I I, you know they always see things that are happening in the world but the, but they never look at the world saying okay god where do i need to be used where do you mm-hmm. want me mm-hmm. what what are you saying right now right if if we had that kind of awareness that we have in the world with our the lord mm-hmm. i'm going to tell you right now christians would always be on a natural high yeah they'd always feel good right because right. they would be able to come home and say wow 
today was awesome. And the churches would be filled, Pastor. Churches would be filled because they part of how you get your God encounter, how you can create it, is by going and receiving the word to be encouraged to go back out and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the church, you know, like I say, we've we've kind of we've kind of we've kind of taken for granted that God's always with us. Yeah. And because of that, we don't think much about him. Right. Be aware. Yeah. Be aware. I love it. Now, what do we do after a God encounter? From making that phone call with Uncle Matt. Yeah. From making, uh, witnessing to somebody, watching the healing, to the to the biggest encounter. What do we typically do, Pastor? If you didn't overlook it as a God encounter and you knew it was, mm-hmm. start being thankful. Mm-hmm. Instantly thank Him. Because remember one thing about thankfulness. Thankfulness is the open door for another opportunity. Mm. Okay, hold on for one second. Yes. Thankfulness is an op- open door. Thankfulness is an open door for right. God to bring up another, uh, give you another opportunity. Okay. Um, the reason why, again, our limit, we're limited a lot of times with our opportunities is because we're really not thankful because we don't really notice it when God does do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Think about if you got a check in the mail mm-hmm. for $1,000. Mm-hmm. Is it going to change your life? No. No. But is it helpful? Yes. Yeah. It is very helpful because it might pay several bills. Yeah. It might provide. It might be the thing that you needed to pay off of a debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the $1,000 is helpful, even though it may not change your life. Mm-hmm. But you know how many people are just like, Ooh, look what happened, rather than, Lord, thank you. Mm-hmm. You see, that was a God opportunity, God encounter that took place, yeah. that that $1,000 came to you, right. and you got to be thankful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what about if somebody got saved that you've been praying for yeah. and either you did it or somebody else did it? It doesn't matter where it came from, but a right. God encounter took place for them to get saved. Mm-hmm. You need to thank God for it because God showed up somewhere, maybe not with you, but somebody else. But that was a God encounter. Yeah, It was your prayers that still created that. Mm-hmm. Even if you weren't there. Mm-hmm. To, to see it through, that right. salvation process right. through. Right. You were still the one that watered it, mm-hmm. even though you may not have planted it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you planted it and you didn't water it. Right. But it's still God that gets the credit, Amen. but you still thank Him for that. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we got to learn to be thankful. And the moment it happens, every time a God encounter, I'm just like, thank you, Lord, that mm-hmm. was you. I even, believe it or not, I know a lot of people may not think about this, but but I pray before I go play racquetball. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always pray, Lord, Lord, help me to do my very best. Give me give me the strength and the energy. Help me to play so good that, that, that I come out on top. Yeah. You know, because even in my win, it's always an opportunity to to honor God. Yes. Because I always just say, you know what, I'm blessed. I'm mm-hmm. so grateful. And, and, and I tell God the same thing on my home. Thank you, Lord, for helping me right. play so good. You see? What those men don't know on that court is that God is showing up for me, mm. even in my playing. Yeah. And uh, you say, wow, it, it's just sport. It's not that important. I, I agree. I'm not going to win trophies for it. I'm not going to make heaven for it. But it's always still used as a, as a, a an opportunity to minister to these guys because when I walk out, I don't walk out throwing it over them saying, you're no good. I'm the best here. No, I walk out honoring God through the process. And so my point is that God encounters could be anywhere, anytime, any place, anyhow. And learn to utilize that, but always be thankful. Amen. Because to me, what I got from when you said thankful, it keeps the door open. Yeah, it does. 
That's exactly why it keeps it keeps those keeps more opportunities accessible or God to be motivated enough to create more for you. And he, I, with that being said, he he sees you as being trustworthy. Yeah. Well, that's that's it. Is because of that he now sees that you've been faithful with it. Why wouldn't he use you? Yeah. He's not using the guy that doesn't want to be used. Mm-hmm. He's using the people that do want to be used. Mm-hmm. And when you're thankful, that says that you're uh, thankful. You're also faithful. Mm-hmm. And because of that faithfulness, because he knows that he can use you, mm-hmm. he'll use you again mm-hmm. and again and again. I mean, there's so many words that could tie into thankfulness, willingness, you know? Yep. Willingness. God yeah. sees your willingness. Hey, that thankfulness is like, like, like a sweet in God's mouth, you know what I mean? It's like, I want to do this again through Pastor Paul. I want to do this again through Mother Matthew. You no, know I mean? it's really hard to to use anybody in anything in this world, including mm-hmm. the Lord, with people that aren't willing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not a willing, if you're not a willing uh, vessel in God's hands, then in reality, God will never be able to shape you and use you for what you're meant to yeah. be used for. Amen. So no, we we've got to be willing. I, that's good. It's very good. Last question. Yes. Now, once you use your imagination, what God encounter would you like to experience in your life personally? And you can. There's so many references for the scripture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just something you've always yeah. dreamed about. How God wanted to give you something, bestow something upon you. But what God encounter passion would you like to experience in your life? I'd like to be standing in a church, preaching a message that's so that's so stirring, so powerful, so poignant, Mm -hmm. so needed, that literally people get up out of their wheelchairs, Mm -hmm. people's broken bones are instantly healed, people are instantly set free, demons being cast out, and revival begins. Mm -hmm. That's, that. I mean, that's the kind of big, audacious kind of vision I have. have Yeah, and I see revival beginning because of it, in that place. Mm Yeah, that's what I want to see. Wow, Pastor. Yeah. What do you think as far as steps to get to that? You know, it. I think you said it a minute ago. It's it's faithfulness and willingness. Yeah. You know, you know, I got to be willing to subject myself to the will of God and not to myself, mm. and then let God do it. I love it. So I love it, Pastor. I don't have any more questions. No, I think that's good. I, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. How, how do you want to end this podcast about God encounters? Yeah, I mean, you know, just just. Don't be blind. Don't turn a blind eye to what potentially could have been God. Yeah. Uh, really keep your the eyes of your heart open. Let God use you. Be willing. Be faithful. Most of all, be thankful. And just ask Him, God, give me more opportunities. And remember, sometimes a, a God encounter might be one that may not start off very well. Mm. So for instance, let's say you That's and an employer at work and you and the employee, the employee doesn't like what you're doing and they're being critical or maybe they're saying something that you didn't agree with or mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to cause problems between you and the boss. Mm-hmm. I get it. It, it. The natural man's like, okay, I got to defend myself. Mm-hmm. But remember, mm-hmm. God might be setting that up for a God encounter. So be very careful before you get too fleshly and think that this is the way it needs to be handled when in reality, maybe be silent and just say, God, show show me how to handle this. Mm. Show me what I need to do in this moment because this could be a wonderful opportunity to minister. So show me what to do, Lord. Talk about being peaceable in a chaotic time. Yes. In a a chaotic moment. Yeah. 
And that's what I think we need to be aware of, is that they can happen in any way, at any time, any place, anyhow. And that could be, even in a very bad situation, it may just be God setting it up. Wow. Listener, this is so awesome. I know you repeat this over and over and over, but I encourage you, Pastor Paul Bill, and I encourage you, share this one. Amen. Everyone needs a God encounter from Christian, non-Christian. And we, we're gonna, it's time to experience these God encounters every day, every day, all the time. But like Pastor Paul said, read your Bible. Yes. Read your Bible. We love you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.